Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. It's true. No one could stop us. Not Not even even Nick. Nick. Sorry, Nick. We're We're back. back. (laughs) Sinks or synced up. <laughs> it's our third episode of the week, and we're we were losing our minds clearly with joy, <laughs> uh, especially because we're back today um, for a conversation that we've been wanting to have for several weeks now with Katie Morton from this season of The Bachelor. You saw her play a starring role on Women Tell All. Yes. And so we were just thrilled to catch up with her, to get to know her a little bit better, and, of course, try to get a little more clarity on that very intense back and forth with Kaylin. Yeah, like, what conversation did she overhear in the van? We didn't really learn, I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> what did she say to Colton? That we, we get some more detail on. Yes. Um, so we had a lot of fun excavating this mystery and getting to know Katie, and we hope that, that you enjoy listening. Katie, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. So just for our listeners to get to know you a little bit more, how did you end up on this crazy show? So my friend actually, well, I don't even know what we were doing. We're all just hanging out in the living room. And he submitted my Instagram to one of the casting people. And they reached out to me like right while I was in the room right then. Um, So it was just, it happened so fast. Wow. That's that's a much quicker process than I've heard of in the past. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still was brought in and had to go through the full casting process, but um, that's how it started. So. Wow. Did you watch the show at all before that happened? Yes, I did. Um, we would watch it together um, right here in Sherman Oaks. So that's kind of how it all started, I guess. Was it different when you got there? Was it different from what you expected? No, not really. I I expected it to I expected to be tired <laughs> while I was there. 
Um, but I also have narcolepsy. I have like a sleeping disorder that makes me extra tired all the time. So, um, I like talked to them about that before during casting. So I was, I was warned that I might be a little tired, but, um, it was just cool. I think the whole thing. Wow. That's crazy. I mean, did they make any accommodations for the fact that you would be dealing with that additional level of exhaustion? Um, yes, actually, they were so great to me about it. They allowed me to take naps when I needed to. So um, I, there was times when I, you know, wouldn't be in the room because I needed to take a 15 minute breather. So that was super nice of them. And I would come back a little bit more well rested. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, that schedule sounds grueling, so I'm glad they did that for you. Um, what was your first impression of Colton? First impression, super tall, stupid tall. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> I'm five foot one. I was the shortest girl in the house, and he's six foot three, I believe. So there was a difference there. But um, really nice guy, sweet as can be, great smile. That was my first impression. Wow. I love that you're 5'1". Um, as a 5'2 lady, I just appreciate, you know, seeing fellow shorties. Shorties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, the 14-inch difference, that's that's a lot. That's huge. Well, I'm, I always say I'm almost 5'2". I'm sure everyone that's 5'2 says oh, yeah. they're almost 5'3". You have to claim every quarter inch when you get down to our height. I say 5'2 and a half, so I get it. I understand. It's like, look. Listen here. Emma's always working her, yeah. her angles. Um, so it seemed to Thanks. us from the beginning like you and Colton had really great chemistry. Was that like what you experienced when you guys were together? Absolutely. As soon as we started talking, everything was super easy. I know in the beginning, there's just so many nerves. So, yeah, we were really naturally giddy as well. Um, some of the conversations, I'm just like, I feel like I'm like shaking because I'm a little bit nervous. But it was at the same time very easy and we got along very well. Was there any part of your relationship with with him that you wish we had gotten to see that wasn't that wasn't included? Um, I think the, the depth of it, um, I think some of the questions we asked each other were, were really, I don't know, it just showed a lot of what we've gone through and what we've grown through in our lives. And I think that a lot of people didn't get to know me as maybe didn't get to know me as well, or even him as well, without seeing some of that conversation. But, um, overall, um, it was how it was supposed to be. Uh, what kind of conversations did you guys have? like? What did you talk about that we didn't see? Um, just how we've grown up and injuries we've had, and how we've gotten through them, and who we're closest to, and why, and um, just some of the tougher parts of life, and what makes you you as a person. Uh, I thought that was really important, and for me, I always talk about. Um, I know he had an injury. I always talk about things and ask how people get through their injuries, rather what their injuries are, just because I think it's really important to know if people shut down or if people, just how people are during times that are really hard for them, so. Yeah, and yeah. then what they end up showing after you get to know The Bachelor and you have all these conversations <laughs> is like, we both like ice cream. And you're like, oh. I like man. sushi. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, same. Yes, <laughs> we did learn that about you and we we share your passion, so. 
<laughs> I love it. <laughs> so you guys had this great chemistry right off the bat, and then like all of a sudden you were getting sent home. Was that a surprise to you? Um, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was. It wasn't that night. The rose ceremony. I wasn't shocked at all. I think that. You can kind of tell during my interview that's shown, I say, you know, all it takes is one conversation or one night to really throw you behind. And that's exactly how I felt. As soon as I had a conversation with him, I just, even walking up to him in that night before our conversation started, I just had this sinking feeling in my stomach and I just knew and it was so unsettling. And I felt like everything we had built up into that point was, um, it was just, had come to a screeching halt and, I felt like a lot of it was due to, you know, maybe me not opening up as much or, I don't know, maybe the amount of time I had. I know there were so many relationships. And at that point, um, when I was going home, I was the only one without a one-on-one. So I had only spent group time with him. Yeah. I felt like the decision ultimately made sense, especially, you know, he didn't know me like as much as he knew everyone else. So um, I think it made sense. Is Colton someone you could see, like, being being buds with after all of this is over? Totally. <laughs> I think that um, we definitely could call each other out sometimes and, like, be super awkward and goofy. And it's just, like, we're just weird. <laughs> so, um, so I could totally be friends with him after this and kind of shoot the shit or whatever. But, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, we got to see like a little bit of that side of him during the blooper reel last night. And I was like, we we didn't see enough of fun, goofy Colton this season. I always want bloopers to just be like real integrated into the show. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I need the bloopers to be every time. Yeah. yeah. Like every episode, I need there to be like a whole thing of bloopers <laughs> for the entire for that entire week. Yeah, like how have we never seen Colton say nailed it until now? And apparently it's his favorite category. I feel like we've been denied this whole season. (laughs) Yeah, nailed it. You've been denied. Uh, Okay, so we have to talk a little bit about uh, the Women Tell All and last night's back and forth that you had with Kaylin, which I think for us was very confusing to follow. could yeah, you just, sure. like, fill fill us all in on what really happened from your perspective, like, without anyone cut making weird cuts to confuse us about what's happening? Yeah, of course. So um, I – and it's so hard because I never expected that conversation to even be brought up as one of the factors for the if people are ready or not thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I had – and, of course – I wasn't trying to be gossipy at all when I had expressed my frustration to some of the people I was close to in the house. I just, in that moment, was like, ah, oh, it sucks to hear these things being said when I'm over here sitting, not getting any one-on-one time. I'm just like, it just is frustrating to hear. But mm. I wasn't saying these girls are bad and out to get people. You know, I wasn't trying to say it like that. I was just a little bit frustrated in that moment. And um, it ended up coming back to the kind of, bite them and that wasn't my intention at all I felt actually very stressed about it I felt really bad um Mm -hmm. that it was brought up in that way to question their relationship with Colton uh but yeah I did hear it on the bus on the way from 
the airport in Singapore to the hotel in Singapore. And um, what what bothered me the most was the denial about saying it, because honestly, I don't think it was necessarily like a horrible thing to say, especially if you're trying to, you know, protect your heart or maybe even soften the blow of what you think might be a breakup or help your friend out or whatever the case may be on like how it was being said. I think I was just frustrated that it was being talked about and other things were being talked about in moments where I was trying to focus on something that was right now instead of so far beyond this. So, um, yeah, I think that was, that was a little bit rough for me, especially at the women's hall. I really didn't expect the response, um, because I didn't think what was said was actually so terrible. (laughs) Yeah. That's what struck me. Like it, it seems like not that surprising to me that people might have casual conversations about who's yeah. who's going to win who's what's going to happen after because you none of you are stupid you all know that that the vast majority it's like a of 1. you have a 1.44% chance right. with 30 people there <laughs> right um <laughs> like, and i can also understand the feeling of frustration when you're in that kind of locked box environment of feeling like uh, why won't someone take this more seriously? So I can, it just seems like a silly thing to lie about because it doesn't, like you said, seem too egregious. Yeah, it wasn't. It was, I think that was very innocently said. I I felt really bad that that was what was brought up to question everything that was going on. But um, ultimately, in my opinion, of course, this is my opinion, I think that the lying about it and the defending it to the death. And I felt like that was what made me more frustrated because it could have like with their, with their relationships clearly being so strong with Colton, I think Colton is, he's a pretty cool chill dude. I think that if they would have just been like, or if Kaylin would have said, you know, yeah, I said this, this is why I said this. It was very innocent. I didn't mean it. I'm so sorry. I said it. I didn't like, I'm really here for you. I think he would have been like, cool, let's move on. Like, that fucking sucks. Don't say that again. Like, <laughs> he wouldn't have He wouldn't have taken it. I really think that he would have been like, I get it. I've been there. I think he could have really just said, you know, he's obviously been in the same position before, and he knows that things probably get brought up, and it's, it was really silly. So um, I think that the lying about it showed more of an immaturity to me, and it confused Cor- Colton more, and that's what made me a little bit more upset. Yeah. I mean, so you you say that that conversation in the van was not necessarily what what made you question their relationship, uh, but you did say yeah. something to Colton on your way out about, you know, looking out for uh, certain people, and then you said last night that you were referring to Kaylin and Cassie. So is it other yeah. things that they were saying or doing that that were stronger in your mind to to create those doubts? Yeah, I, I think it's never just one thing you say that can determine whether or not, like, you're supposed to be with someone or whatever. I think it's always just a string of things. And, of course, ultimately, it's not up to me. But um, what Colton was saying he wanted and talking about, you know, he talked about being a dad a lot. And just it sounded like so much so that he wanted to settle down yesterday that the things that had been discussed with them and like it was just seemed like it wasn't bad things that they were necessarily saying it was just what they value at their life right now at their age it didn't match to what Colton was saying he had wanted while we were there and I don't think that makes you a bad person at all I was just saying you know what Colton as a friend I wasn't trying to get him to go on a witch hunt I was saying you know focus on why you're here 
put your head down and really either reevaluate what you want, which it's fine. If you don't want an engagement and you want someone that wants a boyfriend and want to like feel that out, then perfect. Then you've got a great group here, but reevaluate what you want or reevaluate the people that are here because what you're saying you want and what I feel that other people are really ready for in this moment right now, based on what's being said and what they're more excited about in their lives right now. It just, it didn't seem to match. And I still didn't think that made them bad people or made it a bad thing. I was just trying to help them like, Hey, as your friend focus or like reevaluate. Yeah. That is the kind of nuance that's very hard to get across (laughs) on the the bachelor screen. It's like you say, you say focus and they're like, who is it? Focus on who? Right. And yeah. And then it's framed as like someone is, you know, hiding in our midst with an evil plot to not become my wife. Yes. I'm like, oh, that is not what I meant. Oopsie. Sorry for that. I did not mean to throw in a grenade. I was trying to, I was trying to help a friend out and say like, hey man, you know, you've got this. Trust your gut. And then it was like, oops, bombs. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with more from Katie Morton, including who she thinks should be the next Bachelorette. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life, and I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. 
I am so glad that it's finally warming up. And it also means that I just want to have fun this summer and I don't want to be worrying about meal prep. And luckily, I can do something about that with Factor, especially because they have so many meal options like Protein Plus, Keto, Vegetarian, something for every diet. Their fresh, never frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Make your whole day delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. I love having a few factor meals just sitting in my fridge, especially because I work from home. It's so nice to finish up a taping and not have to figure out what to cook myself. Just look in my fridge and be like, oh, in two minutes, I can be eating mushroom chicken thighs and wild rice or tomato basil chicken risotto or Santa Fe style green chili beef skillet. And they always have a nice like vegetable side. It feels well-balanced. I feel full after, and it's not a headache at all. Head to factormeals.com slash LTSI50 and use code LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code LTSI50 at factormeals.com slash LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Oh, I'm so happy the weather is finally turning. If you, like me, have been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune, then Quince is for you. You can build up a lineup of timeless pieces that will keep you looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings right on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, as well as premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for all these staples. I mean, linen is my favorite summer fabric. They have so many amazing linen staples. I also found my new go-to like summer running around to the playground in the coffee shop bag. It's the pebbled Italian leather front sling bag. I can just fit a wallet and my phone and my AirPods in it, maybe some lip balm. Absolutely perfect. I'm so obsessed with it. And the price was exactly what I wanted to. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI. Anyone who's been listening to this podcast for a while or even not that long knows that we love article. I mean, honestly, I'm looking around my home right now. Coffee tables from article. That lovely chair out on my deck. Article. Our big console. Article. I'm My bed frame. Article. This is an article household. It is. And it's, I mean, it was an inspiration to me. We finally got our first article piece of furniture recently, our new couch. And 
my husband and I are both constantly just like, how did we live before this couch? This is such an improvement over what we had before. It's so comfortable. It just seems to get more comfortable every day. I mean, it's the couch you dream of. And the reason that we have both been able to find ideal furniture on Article is because Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. And their team of designers are all about finding that perfect balance between style, quality, and price because we all want the best of all of those three things united in one piece of furniture, right? Plus, they're dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stands the test of time and, you know, looks good doing it. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Do you think that there there is a situation where where maybe like the option to not have a proposal should should be more readily available perhaps within the structure of the show? Yeah, I mean, I the whole thing is about an engagement. However, I think it's more about finding love than it is forcing yourself to get engaged. <laughs> I hope so. I <laughs> It, like, like, I, yeah, exactly. I feel like if at the end you're not in love, don't force yourself to get engaged. But if you're in love and you're not ready for an engagement, but you're truly in love, then dang, go for it. Um, I think that it shouldn't, I don't think it should be overly criticized, the engagement portion of it. Um, I was just, it's just hard. It's so hard in that moment because ultimately it's still so little time in the grand scheme of life. And yeah, yeah. Um, I just felt that at this moment, even in the next year, it didn't seem that what was what people had wanted were like what he seemed to be wanting. But then again, it's literally not up to me. I'm just trying to be like focused. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> I mean, what was it like, though, to watch those episodes play out where you had left the show, but what you had said or done was like the constant topic of conversation? Like, did you... Did you look at what was going on and be like, hey, guys, wish you hadn't really run with what I said so much? Yeah, um, a little. It's like it gives you anxiety because you're like, oh, dang it. That is not what I meant. But you know what? It did bring to light some other qualities and characteristics that I was kind of referring to. So. Mm I mean, there's like the lying or the defensiveness or not just being just not being able to own up to it or um, kind of being a little bit more deceiving to someone who you're you're supposed to be madly in love with. So that's that was confusing to me. And I think ultimately it shed light on some characteristics. But, um, yeah, it was like confusing. (laughs) Gave me a little anxiety to see that. I was like, whoa, that's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like this is intense where's that screen time get it girl um <laughs> first time you ever see me on the show you don't actually see me yeah <laughs> but but yeah so it was intense but I and I wish I could have just I wish they really could picked up the phone and like called me they called they called like other people while on the show they could they could totally have called me but um 
Yeah. Yeah. Confusing. I guess the mystery allowed the producers to to create more drama <laughs> than if you had just cleared it up. Yeah, true. It's it definitely made for um, a better storyline. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so why I, I'm curious, like, it seems like you didn't choose to specify anyone in particular to Colton when you mentioned this to him as you were leaving. Why was that? Just simply because I wanted him to just focus and ask the right questions for himself, because I think ultimately he was going to he is a man who'll go with exactly what he wants no matter what. But I wanted him to just, I just wanted to be a reminder, you know, focus on what you came here for. It's very easy in this situation to keep everything surface level. So just a reminder to ask like all the right questions to figure it out yourself. If people are wanting exactly what you're wanting in this moment right now. Um, I didn't think it was my place to name names. (laughs) Of course, then I'm like, ask specific questions that the women tell all, but in that by the time it's the women till all, I just, I didn't want to keep everything still so vague because yeah. that's who I was thinking in my head. But I didn't find it appropriate in that moment to have Colton doubt sp- those specific relationships because none of the people left were bad people by any means, in my opinion, at that time. Right. Yeah. It, it's now it's all like water under the bridge. Might as well talk about it. Yeah. But at the time. Um, yeah. Have you and Kaylin uh, spoken since the Women Tell All taping? No, we haven't. Yeah, it looked it looked contentious. But you said at the time that that you were friendly with Kaylin and Cassie in the house. Yeah, I I totally was. Um, yeah, it, I'm just I I really did not mean any ill will towards either of them. For real. And it was just disappointing to me that someone would make me look like a liar on national television. And that's where like my pridefulness kind of comes in. And um, I get a little emotional and frustrated because I never have came from a place of being malicious by any means. And also, I didn't mean for that conversation to be the topic of why people weren't ready. Um, But it would have just, in my opinion, been easier to just fess up about it and been like, okay, whatever that happened, we didn't mean anything by it. Um, But alluding to the fact that I'm a liar in general really bothered me because that's just not who I am. So that in general just really made me mad. (laughs) (laughs) That Fair enough. (laughs) Uh, What about the three women who are still on the show uh, as officially right now? Have you been in touch with any of them? Um, maybe. <laughs> I like, maybe. <laughs> it must be a, a tough time for them. Yeah, all yeah, three of them, my I, God. I think it's probably tough for all three of them. I, it sucks because, like, when I'm, like, you know, saying people, you know who's ready in there, you know who's not, whatever, it's, like, it doesn't, if Colton loves Cassie, I don't think it matters necessarily if she's ready for an engagement if he's if he's willing to say no like he did say he's like it doesn't matter we don't have to get engaged right now if that's what he now wants the reevaluating what you want or reevaluating who's here if he reevaluated what he wants because of who's here then that's perfectly fine I don't think that's bad at all and I think that she's getting a lot of hate for that and I don't think that's appropriate because honestly it's probably really, really hard by that point to make decisions yeah. that are that big in your life. 
and I don't blame her necessarily for, for, you know, being a little confused. And then poor freaking Hannah and Tisha, Tisha had just gone on the fantasy suite, gotten out of the fantasy suite. And that it must be so hard to hear while I'm, you know, while I'm with you, I'm, while I'm with other girls, I'm thinking about only Ugh, you yeah, while Tisha is watching it, just having come out of her like fantasy suite date, probably really upset or even mortified. And then Hannah G's not even, she's just still in her hotel room, not knowing what's going on. Yeah. And she's like, our perfect night is coming. Yeah. I just feel not. so sad for all of them and Colton, like just very sad for all four. Very sad for all four because in that moment, Colton just, I, I just felt really bad for everyone involved because it had to have been so freaking hard. Yeah. It's not easy yeah. to like let someone go when you want what's best for them. It's not easy to let someone go when they might not be what's best for you. And everyone had just invested so much in this whole experience, and this whole process that even for Colton, like letting others go and for the other two girls that are falling in love with him or are in love with him, seeing that on TV now, I just... I can't imagine. There's just so many mix of different kinds of emotions flowing through everybody, I'm sure. Yeah. It's really, it feels inhumane that we watch this for fun. Uh, so it seems like you, you got along with a good number of the girls in the house. Who were your closest friends that you made on the show, if any? Um, I made a lot of close friends. I felt like I was Switzerland on the show because <laughs> um, I was so neutral. But um, Hannah G was my best friend on the show. Aww. We were bunk buddies in the mansion, and then we just had a really strong relationship throughout the whole thing, even now. And then I had my Triple HDK. It was Hannah, Hannah, Heather, and Demi. We <sighs> all like were in rooms together and. We had so much fun, and then um, I was also very close to, like, Kripa, too, because she was, like, one of my bunk buddies in the beginning and kind of stayed with me through the end. So I know that's a lot of people, but uh, mainly Hannah G was probably, like, my best, closest friend on the show. Well, it's so nice to, yeah. like, get a glimpse of that. I feel like this has not been a big season for getting to see all the friendships. We like to hear uh, about I those. Know, and, like, <laughs> I know, and Hannah G is seriously the bomb like she's so funny and i feel like i don't know she's so funny you guys have got to meet her but she's literally the best okay i need to meet her because we've gotten nothing <laughs> like the rapping at the end of that blooper because like i don't think i'm not sure about the music like we can't really i don't know like, you can't <laughs> catch some of like music or whatever like I, I don't know we wouldn't we wouldn't play music while getting ready so me and hannah would like freestyle rap while getting ready <laughs> and some of it would be so good and some of it would be so terrible but um yeah i think we even art. we might even have some videos oh please <laughs> share those this is this is the content we need <laughs> one day those can be shared <laughs> so it seems like you do have certain biases but like out of out of the the front runners who do you think should be the next bachelorette at this point i think there's Two people that I really like. I think Hannah G for sure. Obviously, I have a bias because <laughs> I freaking love that girl. But I feel like America might not know her obviously as well as I know her, um, which kind of sucks. I feel like that's a little bit of the short end of the stick for her, especially mm -hmm. 
uh, watching it back and seeing Colton Professor's love for Cassie, and she's just uh, breaks my heart. But I think that she would be an excellent bachelorette. You would see so much of her personality. She keeps it so real with people. She's very confident. She's just like a person that everyone wants to be around. And also Hannah B. I think you get a lot of her personality, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and it's awesome. And she's another person. I just like it when people keep it super real, even if they're weird. I'd rather you keep it real with me. And she keeps it so real. She has very, very strong values, and I think that's super important, too. Um, She knows exactly what she wants. So I think both of those two girls would be great choices. Awesome. As long as it's a Hannah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It'll be a good season. What about Paradise? Are you interested in joining? Will we see you in in Mexico, perhaps? Um, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, maybe. I... (laughs) Hopefully I'm married by that. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's I mean it's months until then. So yeah, like, on the get bachelor pregnant. timeline, you could have several engagements by then. Yeah, in bachelor timeline, woo! I'll be married and living in a house with somebody else by then. But um, <laughs> I maybe I'll go. It just depends on it depends on life. Um, but we'll see. If I'm not like, dating anyone by then, which would probably be nice to be dating by then but you know i live in la uh interesting picks out here but um we we under you know we live in new york so it's it's a yeah oh you get it same thing different brand you know (laughs) same thing different brand 100 percent um big cities wild choices but um i think that i'm open to paradise for sure well we would love to see you there if of course you haven't found everlasting happiness which we wish you as well. (laughs) (laughs) Whichever works out, we'll be happy. Uh, Katie, thank you so much for joining us. This was really fun. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. And that's it for this Here to Make Friends bonus. Thanks to our guest, Katie Morton, and to our producers, Nick Offenberg and Sarah Patterson. We will really be back next week for the finale. Everyone get ready. It's going to be epic. And we will be doing two episodes, so nobody panic. (laughs) Don't worry. We'll be back twice. We have this under control. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. If a friend asks how you're doing, And you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there. Because 
If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.